0: and welcome back to another episode of the football fig nuts podcast this is season seven episode 16 if you counted all of them for some ungodly reason it's 291 episodes i'm craig and i am brit and Britt, we are back for week nine yes. of the nfl What? why are we back because this is a very stupid year it's a very stupid year. There's referees moving footballs before the it, it's measured. I don't know. It's, it's just... Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> I, Okay, so full disclosure, I got the stomach flu Friday night, so most of the games on Sunday are a bit of a blur because I fall asleep for large chunks of time. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, I, I, I don't remember which game I was watching where they signaled first down, they moved the chains... And then, as the team was getting ready to run another play, somebody blew a whistle and started waving their arms in the air, and they came out and they were like, "The ball is short of the line of gain." Wait, what? <laughs> the ball is short of the line of gain. You moved the chains and you signaled first down. You yeah, just changed your mind the, uh, on the
0: fly. It was a Ravens game. I think that happened in. Was
1: it? I was just kind of like,
0: I was like, I'm like, listen,
1: listen. I'm barely, I'm barely conscious, and even I know that's weird. <laughs> so
0: just weird. It's very. Very weird. There were like 24 punts in the New York game. That was terrible. Oh my God, the Jets! Did the Jets yeah. ever convert convert a third down? I I don't. I think they did once. I don't know. I, it was bad. the fourth
1: quarter and they hadn't converted <laughs> any. And that's when I fell asleep. Like again, I was I was sick, so I mean, like you didn't miss much. Well, Other I'll tell than all you the this: punting. <laughs> it was it was a great sleep aid. The yeah. Giants Jets game was so boring that it put me to sleep pretty easily. So thank you them for that.
0: Uh, but you know what I'm getting ahead of ourselves. start where we always start. Craig, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, so tonight I went back to that liquor store in Orange, which you really should visit. So I found a can R- Which one is this again? Uh Sterling Silverbrook. Silverbrook. And
1: liquor where store. is it?
0: Orange. It's the street from Dunkin' Donuts in the uh the Mexican restaurant. Not far near from, the Trader It's near Trader it's Joe's after Trader Joe's. If you're driving but not much after. Or, yeah, a couple of lights. Okay, okay. I'll have to go check it out. All right, so what'd um, you get from there? They, they let you break up four packs, which is really cool. So I yeah. found a can, uh, another can of Space Cat Brewing, which uh, I really, really should go to one day. But I did not know they make a pumpkin ale, an Imperial oh. pumpkin ale. Oh. Uh, and the pumpkin is printed upside down because there's a spaceman on it, so it's like he's floating around a pumpkin. So All I right. haven't had this yet. I just found it. I have no idea it's a nice good. When you say imperial, what's the strength on it? Eight percent. Eight percent. Okay, that's not bad. So not, not, not you know, it's a little high, but it's not crazy like some of the other ones we've had were like you know they're fourteen. I can,
1: I can hear them pouring.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. So I'm I'm
1: I'm on soft drinks obviously because I'm rehydrating after a stomach flu, which was so disappointing. While Craig is pouring the beer, Craig and I hosted a haunted watch along Friday night um on my twitch channel and i got a cooler full of beers and i settled down i crack open the first beer and halfway through the first beer was when my stomach went um excuse me something's (laughs) not quite right can we um can we slow down and i was like that's weird all right it might just be some gas or something so i stopped drinking two hours later i announced to my wife i don't feel well and then about five minutes after that all hell broke loose so i i went into the night i was like i'm gonna have three or four beers watch a crazy bad movie with my podcast partner and friend and i'm gonna have a great night too i left an orphan on my first beer (laughs) and i haven't even been able to look at alcohol since i'm like oh my
0: god this sucks um well okay so do you remember tell me about this you know rosemary's baby changes every year yeah, yeah, because it's
1: Asian, Asian rum barrels, and based right. on the rum barrels they get, there's some, some changes. Yeah, it's, yep. it's flexible. So you
0: know you know the flavor of, or the smell, rather, of Rosemary's Baby? Sometimes it smells very rummy. Yes, you sometimes what, get a very rum smell off of that's it. That's what this smells like. Oh, is it Asian so, barrels? I don't know. It doesn't say. I'll have to look it up. All right, try it. Let's, Let's see what we got. Here.
1: We're going to live vicariously through Craig this week. Tell me everything.
0: Alright. What's the color?
1: What's Ooh. the depth? Ooh. Ooh.
0: Ooh. Ooh. It kind of changes as you, as, after you drink it, it, it changes the flavor profile, so. Oh. It, there's, like, a tad of cinnamon, mm-hmm. and it's very smooth, because mm-hmm. you smell it, and you think you're about to drink uh, Rosemary's Baby, yeah. but it's much smoother, and it's, like, oh. it's it has a, like, a, a fuller mouthfeel. And then it just kind of levels off with cinnamon. Would, seems... you
1: discar- would you describe the flavors as layered?
0: Like they come in like almost waves? Yes, yes, it, yes. That is exactly what it is.
1: Interesting. Oh, hmm. well, no, well it, I'll have to go see if I can get one of these before they go away. I just got to get myself well enough to venture out of the house. I do actually have to go to my office tomorrow. I'm pretty sure my entire department's going to walk around me with cans of Lysol <laughs> and there's going to be a priest and... <laughs> It's, you know, it's going to be like an exorcism. I I, I, I have one appointment that I, I'm the only one who can do this particular task because it's a state licensing issue. I'm the only one authorized to do this task, and it has to be done tomorrow morning at 9. Hmm. That's it. At 10 o'clock, they can kick me out to the curb and tell me to go virtual or go home and go to sleep. They can do whatever they want. But at 9 o'clock, they need me in that building. So I won't be surprised if it's like that scene from E.T. with all the guys in the hazmat suits when I get there. But... <laughs> All right, moving on. (sighs) Burning hot takes. I actually have two things I want to discuss tonight. Okay. So I am just going to lead out. All right. So in my stupor the last couple days being sick, the NFL trade deadline happened. It sure did. And, uh, you know, some people moved and went this way and that. And so my question for you, Craig, is... What is the move that did or didn't happen that garnered your attention? And when I say um, didn't happen, there was a lot of rumors about some guys. Some teams were supposedly really on the edge of looking for things. Was there something yeah. that did happen that really caught your attention or something that you thought would happen and didn't that caught your attention?
0: Uh, well, say <clears throat> it sounds, two things. Because one sounds, I know it sounds biased, but I really thought the Mangles were going to trade for a tight end. Uh, they did not because they have nine draft picks next year. I thought they would trade a couple of them away for a tight end, such as like Hunter Henry, perhaps. Because mm-hmm. they've traded with they've traded with the Patriots in the past. Uh <clears throat> they didn't do that. They they re-signed a tight end who was there before, which which is fine. And the other one I'm kind of shocked about is Derrick Henry is still a Titan. I that's thought, the one I thought for sure they were gonna be like, here you go, you're 30. We're not signing you again next year. We have spares. Go away. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and and that's the that you know we had this conversation inside the podcasters thread. You know the the, the source who, by the way, just warning advice. The source tapped out this week. He did like I did last week. He he tapped out this week. The the source <laughs> was like, I'm looking at these lines and I am not putting my mark on any of this shit. He was like, "I'm taking a week off. I'm going to Vegas. I'm going to do anything but bet on football. Maybe I'll go put my feet in the sand. I don't know. Whatever I'm doing, I'm not giving you picks this week because it's that crazy." But the one that surprised me, so, when we, I'm oh, sorry, I'm jumping ahead. We were talking about the Derrick Henry thing, and there was the split. You know, maybe he'll move, maybe he won't. Yeah, the rumors are circulating, but the rumors circulated last year too. Blah 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 blah. That was that was surprising to me. The one that surprised me was the Josh Dobbs trade. Mm. And it surprised me from the Cardinals' point of view, not the Vikings. The moment the Vikings lost week one, it was the end of the Kirk Cousins era in in Minnesota. We knew they were not going to assign him. The only way Kirk Cousins was getting a contract extension or a new contract after the season was if this team was one of the big movers and shakers in the NFC. I'm I'm talking 12 wins and an NFC championship appearance at a bare minimum. Probably a Super Bowl appearance. Would have been the only thing that could have saved him. So I'm I'm not surprised that the Vikings were like, all right, this kid could be good, he can buy us some time, maybe he's the future. Much like they thought Cousins was when they brought him in, what, seven years ago? yeah uh, roughly, yeah. But I'm surprised that the Cardinals gave up their only depth. Because now they've got to start Clayton tune. Yeah, they Do- clearly Hobbs was not doing bad. He wasn't <laughs> bad. And you clearly have no intention of playing Kyler Murray. No, no, God, no. (laughs) You made him a healthy scratch last week when he was eligible to play and there was no reason for him not to be on the field. And you were like, yeah, mm, no. I'm looking at the depth chart now. He's already listed as out for this week. I don't know if that's official,
0: but he's listed as out. Who's their other quarterback? Do they have another quarterback?
1: According to the depth chart, no. Oh, dear. I'm looking at the depth chart on ESPN right now, and they've got Toon and Murray, which means they're going to bring up somebody from the practice squad. Somebody who we have absolutely forgotten about, or Mm -hmm. somebody who Marcus Mariota is probably going to be the the backup this week. (laughs) The return of Josh Rosen. (laughs) Yeah, it it could be anybody that's just been floating out there, right? But from the Cardinals' point of view, I was surprised they made this move. Not that I think Dobbs is their future. I know that there's a lot of excitement around Toon. One of the guys that I um that I am involved with streaming with is a big Toon guy. He was like, Yep, I picked him up in like every dynasty format. I think he's gonna be big down the line, blah, blah. I didn't think Clayton Toon was gonna be good immediately. No one did, but I think that they thought they he could be he could be something eventually. It looks like that the future is now. Yeah. I mean, Connor's on the IR, Max on the IR, um <sighs> Amari DeMicardo is the starter. He's questionable. Michael Wilson's both both of their wide receiver twos, Michael Wilson and Greg Dorchich. Greg Dorch. Oh my god, Greg Number Dorch one. is there. He's the uh, okay, they're both questionable. You know, I mean this team is as thin as it can be. This is so that was surprising to me. They absolutely are mailing it in. I mean, I'm wondering what happens in this league if the coach walks out about an hour before game time, and pulls over the ref and goes, "Listen, I don't have enough guys to play. Do we just forfeit? How does this work?" That's how it worked in high school. Do we do that here? <laughs> yeah, is, it, is that, you know, I I I know you don't see this very often, but that was the one
0: that surprised me. But what have you got for me? What's burning on your mind this week? Uh I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be the other question you were going to ask, but along the same lines as a team who's <clears throat> clearly decided to give up. Uh are you shocked at all about who got fired in Vegas?
1: Oh no. Did Josh McDaniels' firing? Yep. No. And and can we can we stop for a minute? Let me let me sidebar this with the Josh McDaniels thing. I saw one or two people comment about how this happened in the dead of night. East coast bias is apparently very real. because the news released at 1 a.m. East Coast time. It's 10 o'clock in Vegas, people.
0: Yeah. 10
1: o'clock in Vegas is like noon on Wall Street. (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Let me tell you, I walked into a place. Was this Friday night?
0: Uh, Friday?
1: Saturday night. Saturday night. We got out of the convention center, and we walked down like three blocks to right on the edge of the strip. There's a, a place called Tacos El Gordo. And it's this famous kind of like, get in, tell us what the hell you want, like a soup Nazi taco stand. Mm. And it's not really a stand, it's a restaurant kind of thing. But like, this place is so specific. Like, there's a line if you want beef tacos, and there's a line if you want pork tacos, and there's a line if you want tacos with tongue in it. It's different lines, because you don't walk in order. You walk up and just flash how many you're going to get. And then he points at the toppings, like, and it goes all of it, and you say either yes or no, and you (laughs) get what you get, Okay. This place is hopping all the time. When we walked in there, there was like, the lines were like too deep. Not that bad. So we walked in, got our tacos. By the time we left, the line was out the door. And when we walked out onto the strip, it was wall to wall people. No. Oh. And I said to my wife, I'm like, get an Uber. I'm tired. I just want to go home. And she's like, yeah, okay. There's like a 40 minute wait for an Uber and it's going to be like $75. And I was like, <laughs> holy, f- let's just start walking. And she's like, it's 22 miles. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but so so Vegas is a, is a night town is my point. We walked out of there. It was about eight, 7, oh, yeah, 30, 8 it, o'clock it's, at night.
0: It's the West Coast version of New York. It's never. Yes, closed. it's never.
1: It's never closed. And it's not. It doesn't get started till late. It doesn't get. We were in Tacos al Gordo for a good 30 minutes. And it went from mostly quiet, like regular New York City, busy to wall to wall people in that 30 minutes. The place comes alive in the evenings. So the fact that this came out at 10 o'clock at night, people need to just shut up and just... We're not all East Coast-based. Not every team is East Coast-based, and not everything is done on East Coast time. So shut up. Yeah. Am I, so back to your original question, now I'm done ranting. <laughs> sure. I'm not surprised. They've been woeful. No.
0: We spent uh, the... Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was I was just agreeing with what you were saying. Go ahead. You can finish. Sorry. We spent the better part of the last, what, four or five years
1: blaming Derek Carr for everything. <laughs> everything. Gruden hates Car's and get rid of him. Oh, wait. Gruden just had to get get, get fired or resign because he turns out he's a jerk on email. Blah, 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 blah. All of this stuff. Derek Carr got blamed for everything. Oh, we're bringing Devontae Adams. That'll fix everything. Oh, no. Devontae Adams didn't fix everything. Oh, Josh Jacobs is good. Oh, but Darren Waller. Darren Waller's lean. But oh, no, we've got talent everywhere. But of course, it must be Derek Carr. Derek Carr goes, and the whole thing falls apart. Yeah. We have that, to come to, and Derek Carr isn't doing terribly in New Orleans. <laughs> he's not great.
0: No, he's not doing bad. And people have to remember, two years ago, that Raiders team with Derek Carr played a full playoff game with the Bengals. You know, so that was a playoff team. Yes. And when they got rid of the interim coach and hired McDaniels, it just all plummeted. Plummeted. Yep. Plummeted
1: mcdaniels is one of those guys who and i've never met the guy, so this is just outside looking in he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room and if you don't think he's the smartest guy in the room he's gonna prove it to you with his genius Mm. and the problem is none of his genius has ever worked well what about new england new england is a systematic team all the players have expectations all of them follow the same thing it's like mccall it's like um when mclaughlin was coaching the giants Oh, if you're it, I lock the door at five minutes before a meeting starts and you're either on time or you're late. There's no in between. It's a culture. It's a system. Yep. He was able to fit in that system because the system he didn't make the system. He fit inside of their system. And he was a coordinator this, <laughs> and he was a coordinator. So, again, it was Bill's system. Right. But you give him this opportunity to make his own way. And this is what happens. This is what, and again, the Raiders, oh my God. (laughs) Everything in the world going for them. They've got a city that wants them there. They've got a brand new stadium. They've got an owner that gives a damn. They just can't get out of their own freaking way. And they fired the GM
0: too. Yes. I don't remember that GM, I don't remember, was that GM the one that hired McDaniels? Probably. I don't remember. Makes sense. Probably. got fired. (laughs)
1: This team is is woefully bad. And it's, I think, I think Mark Davis thought they were going to contend this year. And they are, and and, and I don't want to hear that this is Jimmy Garoppolo's fault. No, it is Jimmy's, not his fault. <laughs> listen carefully to the words coming out of my mouth and realize they are factual. Jimmy <laughs> Garoppolo has started in a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is not coincidence. <laughs> I almost won that Super Bowl. That is not accidental. Okay, he is not the reason they're failing. The reason they're failing is because he is not. I think he's a system quarterback in a a system that isn't designed for him and basically is what it is. So that was not my second question. The other one, because there was another firing and that was the Chicago Bears fired their running back coach. (laughs)
0: Because their running backs have been superb. Now, why, why (laughs) why I'm bringing it up is the quote that came out of Matt Eberflus.
1: Oh Lord! Okay. As the head coach, we are building a program and have standards to uphold. To as a staff and as organization, both on and off the field, those standards were not met. I'm not going to get into details, other than to say he's no longer on staff.
0: Okay. Does that sound
1: ominous to you?
0: Slightly. Slightly.
1: That's my question. I mean, that doesn't it's sound like, like, hey, listen, our qu- running back sucks, so we fired the coach.
0: Yeah, it sounds like he he did something or he pissed off the wrong people. Right. <laughs> he grabbed he grabbed a trainer's ass or something. He something. did something that he, he
1: didn't. It wasn't the fact that they stink in the running <laughs> game that got him fired. It was something more than that.
0: That says a lot.
1: <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, what is it? It was, it was uh standards to uphold to as a staff and an organization both on and off the field oh. and then to say later i'm not gonna get into details
0: yeah he did something or other
1: all right well i'm sure and that'll leak right if that'll leak if
0: it's bad yeah
1: a week from now we'll find out he's you know had a hobo graveyard in his basement or something like that or he was giving out he was giving out candy corn on Halloween. Something stupid. We'll find out, but. Alright, let's move on. Let's get to uh let's get to America's favorite game. Because you actually have some uh, some some picks to make this week, my friend. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> oh, I forgot to write down the last number. Oh, that's important to know. It is. Hold on, I gotta go back and get it. Don't sign me out, DraftKick. No, you sign me out, you jerks. <laughs> Yes, author codes, words, words. Am I on, I'm on the wrong day, aren't I? No, that's the right day.
0: Maybe. You need week 9.
1: Week 9. Oh, wait, there it is. Okay. All right, so there is one game over 50. Okay. It's a, it's a 50 and a half, All right. and don't think too hard about this. It's exactly what you think it is. It's going to be one
0: of two games, so... <laughs> There's a second. Okay. Well, what are the two that are in your head? Uh, it's either going to be the Dolphins Chiefs or the Bills and Bengals. Okay. I forgot about Bills Bengals on Friday on su- Sunday night too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you're, you're right. It's one of those two. Okay. And I kind of just tipped which one of didn't <laughs> I? I'm sick. Give
0: me a break. All right. If you, ha- without me giving a tip, tip, which one would you have guessed? Um, our, um I probably would have guessed the, the Dolphins Chiefs first. And, and you would have
1: been right. So, and the reason I went that nonchalant with it is because we have four games in the oh. under forty category. Oh dear God. <laughs> so you have three strikes. Whew. Give me one of the four matchups to avoid in fantasy football this week because it's an under forty. Oh man. Let's let's go. Let's start with oh, the... By the it yeah. just, just just as as a favor to you because I botched the first part of this. Yeah. You are very it's 49 and a half
0: for the Bills Bengals game. Oh, okay. So it, it would have been, been close. Okay, been very let's, close. Uh, since we just mentioned them, let's go with the Cardinals Browns game. Cardinals Browns at 37 and a half.
1: <laughs> there is nothing redeemable about the Cardinals and the Browns game. No. Seriously, it, it I one of the people I went to Vegas with is playing fantasy football for her. It's her first year doing fantasy football. She's a football fan, but she's never played fantasy football before. She's in a league with a bunch of us. We spent a good half hour talking about her roster on Sunday morning. She messages me today and she yep. says, I have to start some. I need a wide receiver start because I usually start Tyler Lockett with Cortland Sutton. But the Broncos are on by. I said, OK, she goes, I've got um, I've got JSN, Jackson Smith. And I can't everybody just call him JSN at this point. And I've got Elijah Moore. Which one do I start? And I was like, there is no way in hell I would start Elijah Moore in anything ever again in my life. <laughs> and she's like, but I can't start both Seattle wide receivers. That's crazy. And I'm like, is it? That's <laughs> when your other option is Elijah Moore. I might not be that crazy. Elijah Moore has really been disappointing this year. Yeah, really he's, disappointing.
0: He, he shouldn't have gone to the Browns.
1: No, I'm going to absolutely avoid that game at all costs. Yes, start every wide receiver you can from the Seattle uh, C- Seahawks. If you don't, if it'll get you out of starting Brown, I'm um, out of uh, more rather. So yes, you're right on the first one. All right, so that's one.
0: You got three more. Oh boy! All right, since we have mentioned this other team, I'll just go down the list. Let's go with the Giants Raiders. Giants Raiders is a 37.
1: <laughs> Let me oh, tell you something about this game. Picking the Giants you wanna in that know, game. <laughs> you want to know why it's not like 26? Because Daniel Jones got cleared, oh, so he, Dan- Danny Dimes is
0: playing, huh? Nice,
1: Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes had a full practice today. Oh, good for him. He had a full practice today. So listen, it's it's not going to be stellar. All Danny Dimes does is give them the make sure that Danny Devito doesn't have to start the game. <laughs> you know, but uh, it's 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 gonna it's 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 gonna be bad. I'm going to avoid that game at all costs as well because I still think they're going to lean very heavily on Saquon. The only thing it should do is move the line because the Raiders are insane. The Giants are one-and-a-half-point underdogs in Vegas. <laughs> I'm taking the money line there. The money line's plus 105.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm taking the I'll put.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm take, I'll am i take the Giants on the road against the Raiders team that doesn't know which direction is up right now.
0: Nope,
1: exactly. 100%. 100%. Just put 10 bucks on that while we were talking. All right, so that's two. You got two. There's oh, two more,
0: and you still got all your strikes. Oh, Lord. These are... Not good games. Uh see, it's really like are these teams like one team is sort of one team is bad in these games. Their team is like kind of bad. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Let's go. Mm. No, all right. You know what? Let's because we mentioned this team too. Let's go with Vikings Falcons. Vikings Falcons is not correct.
1: Mm. That's strike one. I'm looking up. That's a thirty. 30- Wait. Vikings Falcons is correct.
0: Oh. I missed a game.
1: There's five games under 40? There's five (laughs) games under 40. Oh, no. Or did I just... I I, I was rushing. I'll be honest. I was rushing when I did this. I may have written it down wrong. Let me confirm. That one is definitely... Okay, that one's definitely a 37. What about this other one? Where are you? All right, that one's a 38 and a half. Okay, confirmed. All right, so that's not a strike. That's a strike on me, man. I am not well. (laughs) This flew. It, uh, all right. There's two still left. So you're right, but you're wrong
0: in that you still have to get two more. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Um, Congratulations. Let's go. Ugh. Five games under 40. Wow. What a week. Now, one of those sources isn't betting this week.
1: Uh, I, I mean, one of these games has got to hit the over, right? Just because theory. law of averages in theory. uh I think Vegas is scared on the lines this year. I think I just they're 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 not confident that anybody's going to score. They've seen too many games that have been like, like hold on a second. While you're thinking, yeah, let's look up last week's scores.
0: Okay,
1: really quickly. I'm doing this right now on the fly. We'll do it live. Okay, I'm not even gonna read titles. All right, that's a 42-28. Texans Panthers was a total of 28. Rams Cowboys was 63. Vikings Packers was 34. Saints Colts was a 65. Damn. 65 points. Patriots Dolphins 48. Jets Giants 23. <laughs> Jags Steelers 30. Falcons Titans 51. Eagles Commanders 69. Woohoo. Brown Seahawks 44. Uh, Ravens Cardinals 55. Broncos Chiefs 33. And then Bengals Niners 48. I'm like, I mean, these 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 are all in the forties. We had like we had like three games under 30, and yet we've got five slated for this week. Hell, even Raiders Lions was forty. Alright, what do you yeah. got for me? What are you thinking? Okay, I'm thinking I'm just gonna go. put a dollar on every over. <laughs> Give me the overs <laughs> across the board. I as well. I'm round robbing mm. them round robin there you, all, go. Every, there you go everybody everybody who's under 40 put a dollar on a round robin bet just just do
0: it um okay let's go oh, god these <laughs> games are so bad it, it is this is the last couple weeks
1: they, there's only two games worth watching and the worst part is they are the book ends of the week you got to get up early in the morning if you want to watch the, the Chiefs play the, uh, the the Dolphins in Germany, and you got to stay up late if you want to watch the Bengals <laughs> play
0: the Bills. That's true. That is true. In, between, is in between, take a nap. Go see some family. <laughs> Touch some grass. Okay, let's go. Let's go with Cinch's favorite quarterback. Let's go Commanders uh-huh. Patriots. Commanders Patriots is incorrect. Oh, um, officially, Commanders, you're sure. <laughs> no, I'm looking. I'm looking.
1: <laughs> 40 and a half. 40 and a half
0: That's your first strike. All right. What else you got for me? Um all right. This this team is on a backup quarterback, and the other team's offense is terrible. Mm -hmm. Let's go with Titan Steelers. Titan
1: Steelers is absolutely correct. 37. Ooh. 37. That should not that should not shock anybody. No. That, I, no, that should not shock anybody. That would have been actually, when I looked at the matchups today, that was like my first guess. I, we all know I'm not a fan of the Steelers. We all know that I, I think that they're overrated. I'm not a fan of Mike Tomlin as a coach. This team, there is nothing offensively redeemable about this team. Nothing. No, no. And and the Titans don't know who they are. Will Levis is going to start again this week. Short week if, against the Steelers defense. Hmm. <laughs> if 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 Will Levis puts up another decent performance, I think we've seen the end of Ryan Tannehill. I do. I honestly believe they will sit there and go, you know what? The future is now. Here's your clipboard. Thank you for your service.
0: Yeah. All right,
1: there's one more,
0: and you got two uh, strikes. Oh, man. Okay, so it's not going to be the Jets' Chargers because the Chargers are good. And Chargers man. put up 30 on the Bears, so, I mean, that's... Hmm. Bears, Saints, maybe. Bucks are semi decent. So are the Colts. God, <laughs> this is hard. All right, let's 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 go with the Bears and Saints. Bears and Saints is a forty-one, mm-hmm. so that is straight two. And Derek Carr is terrible, horrible. and
1: these games really even aren't that high over forty. <laughs> no, I mean the the Saints are an eight and a half point favorite at home. Um, you know, so.
0: All right, I'm going to take a stab in the dark because I don't know about this game. This is your last chance. Because the other games, there's at least one team that is sort of decent. These two teams, I was expecting a lot more from one of them this year. Okay. Kind of iffy. Oh, I think you might be on the right track. Um, I'm going to go with the team that sold their soul. The Rams versus the Packers, who I don't know I'm disappointed in this year so far. You're absolutely correct. 38 and a half.
1: You win (laughs) on probably the hardest week we've had. Listen, there was an article today on NFL Network. I'm sorry, NFL.com, that the GM has gone out and said these next 10 games are crucial for Jordan Love. (laughs) Excuse me. Crucial for Jordan Love. Jordan Love needs to play these next 10 games. Thanks for throwing down the gauntlet. In the guy's first week, first year as a st- starter.
0: Yeah, seriously. Even like if you look at the game Hertz had in his first playoff game against uh, the Bucks, he was te- that that was terrible. He still played the next year. So, <laughs> uh the quote. I'm sorry. The quote is very important. Yeah they they need to give him at least one more year because that's ridiculous. Yeah, I was I was disappointed to hear that language. He's <laughs> not he's not doing for what. He had to work with. He's not doing bad. He's
1: already got more wins than than Brett Favre had his first year. Yeah. See, <laughs> that's and that's that's not me joke. That's that's a empirical fact. <laughs> Brett Favre won one game. They're two and five. I think yeah. I think I think Rogers won like five games his first year. So yeah, you yeah. gotta give him. You gotta give eh. him at
0: least two seasons well down. they
1: drafted Sean Clifford <sighs> Sean Clifford is not the answer <laughs> Sean Clifford is not the answer okay you lost to the Vikings the problem is the teams they've lost to they've lost four in a row and in going in backwards order it's the Vikings the Broncos the Raiders and the Lions that's the problem mm. you've got it so so now you got the Steelers you got the Rams then you got the Steelers yep. so you should win those two you should. Yes. But then you got to play in order the Chargers, the Lions, and that's at Detroit,
0: and then the Chiefs. Yeah, you got to win that Lions game. <laughs> you're not winning that game
1: on the road. You lost to them at home. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you lost to them in one of the hardest stadiums to play in in the history of man. There's no way you're going to their house and winning. <laughs> I mean, unless you give Jaron Goff and like give like five guys, you, you know what you need? You need the flu that hit me to hit Detroit like two days beforehand. <laughs> That's that, if that happens, you know. So, OK, so Craig wins America's favorite game. Congratulations,
0: Craig. That was well done. Thank you. I, one, I was scared. Last one was a dart throw. I just I don't know.
1: <laughs> I was scared you were not going to get it. Because the
0: Colts, you know why? Because the Colts are pretty good. And the Bucks and Titans or the Bucks and Texans, I think, are pretty equal. So same with the Seahawks and Ravens. So yeah I, I I gotta I gotta yeah I, I, I and then again as we said the source last
1: week I said to you guys this might be a week to take off a DFS. Oh Jesus, was I right? <laughs> I did not win a single dollar on DFS last week and at the and, and at the end of it, I was like, I told myself I shouldn't play. So we are not so the source is said to, to back away from the games this week. I might take one or two prop bets on Sunday, but I am not. these games are terrible absolutely terrible
0: yeah these games are not uh they're not good they're not good Uh for the betting line.
1: and you got to be smart you've got to be smart when you bet football you can't sit there and go well i gotta play there's only like eight weeks left okay (laughs) there's only eight weeks left whoopty freaking do don't bet if you don't feel comfortable so i'm gonna probably follow the uh the advice of the source this week and uh take a week off on the betting part But I do feel better about DFS this week. Oh, do tell. So let's talk about the metric. So for those of you who have never heard the metric section before, I do this a couple times a year just to make sure that people remember what the hell we're doing. The metric is where we take projected scores, compare them to the salaries, in an effort to find value. What you're trying to do is find what we call the 3X, which means the number of thousands of dollars Mind times three should be at least the minimum points they get. That's value. If you can find value in certain players, you can buy or you can afford to get stud players and still score enough points to win games. Last week's scoring lines were up, despite the fact that I was like, oh. I did a quick analysis of it. The average scoring line in cash pools was 165. That's, wow. <laughs> yeah, 165 is a little high. Normally it bounces between 140 and 155. But this year, it's been on the higher side, which just says to me that there's either more people playing or um, there's smarter people playing. People are getting better at this, so you're welcome. You're (laughs) learning from my mistakes, so. All right, so let's jump right into it. Quarterback. The metric likes Dak Prescott a lot. Why? Because – why? That's a good question. I don't know why. (laughs) I don't. The Philly defense isn't terrible.
0: Has the Philly defense been hemorrhaging points suddenly that I – no, they, and just, they just got someone too from the Titans. So I mean, okay, well they gave up 31 points to the Commanders. They'll yeah, this, it, and again it's another division game, so
1: that. But could... they held. All right, so let's let's talk about their let's talk about their their scores. All right, give me one second. I guess sip something here. Going backwards, the Philly defense has allowed 31, yeah, 17,
0: mm-hmm.
1: 20, mm-hmm. 14. Mm-hmm. Thirty-one. Mm. You know who that team was? Who was it? The Washington Commanders. Oh, <laughs> they've played them already twice this season, and both to- both times, thirty-one points their defense gave up. Uh, they gave up eleven to the Bucs. They gave up twenty-eight to the Vikings. They gave up twenty to the Patriots. So, you take the Commanders out of the mix. They've only given up more than more than twenty points once. So I'm not big on Dak Prescott this week. Sixty five hundred. I don't see it. It's games in Philly. Um, you know. So now I look down. The next name on the, our list is Mac Jones. I know. <laughs> I know people want Mac Jones, but he's playing. Here's why they're saying Mac Jones because they're playing at home against Washington. Cinch is gonna love that game, right? Cinch. He
0: just and yelled. Washington just, just yelled tra-
1: at the air. <laughs> yeah, Washington tra- did trade like they're only like two defensive players. <laughs> so you know if you think that washington is as bad as they look on paper then you probably can afford to go that and he's only 4900 i'm gonna shoot for gardner Minshew at 5200 carolina got their first win of the season but they still look woeful i i'm just gonna go ahead and probably use a lot of shares of gardner Minshew. i'm looking right now okay let's see uh, they, they haven't given up a ton of points either. They held the bill. Oh, well, no, they gave up 37 to the Bills. so... Oof. <laughs> My God, they gave up 33 points to the Broncos. Maybe I am going to use Mac Jones. No,
0: I'm not going to use Mac
1: Jones. No, All right, what do you Mac like?
0: Jones. It's, it's going to uh, be Gardner Minshew for me. Same thing. I think I'm going to use Gardner Minshew a lot because Indy's offense is semi-decent um, compared to Carolina. Uh, though, I mean, Carolina's defense is... Probably better than most people think. I just think Indy has a lot of has a lot of weapons Gardner can use, and if I'm looking down this list, I mean,
1: there's maybe nobody deep
0: down I like. There really isn't, and then I mean, you'd have to spend up. Oh, Gardner, she was what 5,200. You'd have to spend another 800 dollars for get someone like Geno Smith. Even actually another thousand dollars if you wanted CJ Stroud. So this and might I, be this have, might be one I've of those had, weeks where a. Uh, uh, like, save quarterback for last, maybe. And I've
1: got Minshew at 17. I've got Geno Smith and CJ Stroud at 17. The difference is Minshew's cheaper than both of them. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm probably looking at Gardner Minshew. Okay, let's see if we can find something a little bit more sexy in the running back. The metric really likes Jonathan Taylor this week. He's 6,400, and they say he's going to score about 17 and a half points. It's not a value play, uh, per se, because it's not going to get to 3x, but it really likes it. Also, like likes Saquon Barkley. At Vegas, the problem is Barkley's 7900 which is not cheap. So you could pay up for the two of them, or you could jump on the Guru's favorite boy, Rashad White, at 5600 I think I'm very willing to go Minshew if I can afford Taylor and Barkley. Um, mm. I don't mind that combo. It's not going to be groundbreaking, but, you know... I think Saquon's going to have a better week because because Daniel Jones is back. Not because Daniel Jones is good, but because the fear that Daniel Jones could actually throw for more than five yards will <laughs> force people to stay a little further back. What are you seeing at running back this week?
0: Uh, so this week, you know, John Taylor is still pretty cheap. I think that's too, for me, it's too much to pay for Saquon. I just, I don't know. I've been, I've been hurt by Saquon before and I'm still not over it. Oh, Uh, and he was limited at practice today. See? I Uh, forgot to mention that. And this would be a game, one of the, one of the games that I was looking at, uh, and this will really depend on the weather, is actually the Rams at Green Bay because the weather is crappy. They're going to run. And Daryl Henderson is only $5,100. So I am looking, I am looking there you know, I might maybe, depending how the rest of my lineup looks, like I would probably I might pay up for Alvin Kamara against Chicago, possibly. Hmm. Uh another one, and I know we I was we were all big on him in preseason. Alexander Matson is fifty four hundred and he's playing Atlanta, and Atlanta's I don't know what the hell Atlanta is, but with the quarterback change in Minnesota, I kind of feel like Matson's might have more of a workload. So. Do we even know who's starting for the Minnesota Vikings this week? Uh, is it is it going to be Jaron Hall? I think so, because I don't know if Dobbs can really learn the offense like in five okay. days. I mean, maybe he can. I don't know. But
1: I just, I just pulled up the depth chart. They've got Dobbs listed at two. So, yeah, Jaron Hall. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> so, I think they're going to run a lot. So, you know, maybe look at some tight ends as well in Minnesota. <laughs> the problem is, does the other team know they're going to run it a lot? That's what you got
1: to balance yeah. out because that's what happened to saquon last week right there was no chance that kid the veto kid was going to throw none zero point zero percent chance he was going to throw and so it was just the saquon barkley show and it cost him the game when you think about it so yeah all right moving on to wide receiver um because i'm liking gardner Minshew, i'm big on josh downs big well, josh downs he's only 5200 and um where the hell is it i just had his stats up on my oh, they're gone. <laughs> They're gone. Oh no. Um, yeah, I know. I'm a terrible That's podcaster. <laughs> um stats, here we go. Uh he's he's been where are we here? Oh yeah, so he had a, he had a good week last week. His last two weeks have been good. So he had seven for seventy-two last week. He had five for 125 against the Browns. Before that it was hit or miss. The Jaguars five for twenty-one, Titans six for ninety-seven. He seems to be steadily Moving st- really strongly into that, oh, you're going to take away Michael Pittman? Okay, well, we're going to Josh Downs you. Roll. And I'm fine with that. So I'm probably going to have a few shares of Josh Downs this week. And I think if they do try to eliminate um, Pittman again, then... And I know Carolina's secondary isn't isn't that bad, but... The, the other name at the top of the list is Jonathan Mingo. I'm sorry, that's a crapshoot. I'm not going there he's only 3,400. He only needs 10 points. I don't think he can get to 10 points. I'm I'm just going to say it right there. So then I start looking for more value. Elijah Moore, I've got him for about 10 points, but he's still Elijah Moore. I said, I wasn't going to touch that game. Jaden Reed, um, 3,600. I'm not going to touch that game. Then I look at Brandon Cooks at 4,400 and I remind myself that I promised myself I would never deal with Brandon Cooks again for as long as I would live. <laughs> I would, as, as God is my witness, I stood out in the rain at night with my fist in the air and screamed. As God is my witness, I will never draft Brandon Cooks again, and I'm probably going to draft Brandon Cooks because I just i it, i it, i need the i need the sal- salary savings. So the other guy I'm really loving, I am telling you right now, I kind of said it in passing last week for Sheed Shahid, Dude's forty five hundred. He's going to save me enough money to use the guys I want to use. I'm going to put Rashid Saheed in, in that thing. Who do you like at wide receiver?
0: Uh, same. I definitely agree with you about Shahid, especially with the Chris Alave nonsense happening. Yeah. So I think he he may have a new role. I mean, there's always Michael Thomas, but Michael Thomas, let's be honest, he's a fantasy wise. He's a shell of his former self. Um, yeah. The injuries he's had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Sheets, I think he. He think he was questionable this week, possibly, but definitely pay attention to that. But if he is playing forty five hundred, I think that's that's like a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. I do. You're gonna have to pay for him a little bit, but I'm I'm a big Adam Thielen fan this year. But the problem is he's seventy five hundred this week yep. against Indy, so that may cost you somewhere else. But he's been having a hell of a return year uh, for him, so. I've only gotten pegged for
1: 15 points this week, which is why he's not on my list, because that's only 2x value. But yeah, if I'm wrong and Craig is right and he goes off and it would not be the first time that that was true. um, Yeah, he could be really he's 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 trending upward again.
0: So you got to consider it. So yeah, who else? Who else am I missing? Uh, Who else? Oh yeah, there's a third receiver, right? Well, you don't Uh, have to name three wide receivers. I
1: just kind of jumped in there. I didn't know if you (laughs) had a third guy you wanted to talk about. Uh,
0: not. I mean, I keep going. Like I don't know. I keep going back to Michael Pittman Jr. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like I just can't. I can't quit him this year. I, I, mean, I can't he, use him because I'm I'm using some, I'm using too many Colts already. That's, so Colts that's, in every the, that's the problem. I mean, this is this I think this is a heavy Colts week. <laughs>
1: I so. yeah. I mean, I I think I think that's and that's the concern, right? If the Colts go off and you turn this game off at halftime and it's like thirty-one to three, yeah. You know, Gardner Minshew is going to be sipping a mint julep <laughs> on the sidelines with his you with his mustache. You know, with his mustache. So, I, I, yeah, I, I'm. that's what scares me about this game. I don't want to overcommit to the Colts, but you do what you can do. All right, let's talk about tight ends real quick. Um, I don't like any of them. None uh, of them. The, met- the metric is like, listen, you're just going to have to scrape the bottom of the barrel this week and just go with Logan Thomas at 3,500. And I'm like, no, no, no. I need somebody who's going to score like at least 10 points. He goes, you want 10 points? It's going to cost you 4,800, and its name is Dallas Goddard. <laughs> I do like Dallas Goddard. So this is why it was so important for me to save money early because now I can use Dallas Goddard at 4800 and sleep like a baby because I'm pretty sure I'll get at least 10 to 12 points out of him maybe even more he catches a touchdown and probably looking at closer to 15. so I'm gonna if I have to save money I'm going
0: Logan Thomas if I have money to spend I'm going Dallas Goddard what do you like? uh this week if I want to save money <laughs> I think I might actually look at Michael Meyer in Vegas because there it's just a mess and like I said before tight ends are safety nets. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he may get a little bit more work uh, this week. I Kyle, I'm kind of off the Kyle Pitts train because Atlanta's using Kyle Pitts to block now. So I don't know what in the hell is happening. They should just trade. I really wish the Bengals traded for Kyle Pitts. Honestly, um, I, I the Minnesota
1: typically does give up a lot of points to um, fantasy points wise to tight ends. They tend to get a little bit more targets against Minnesota, but mm-hmm. not enough that I'm willing to make that. I, I can't disagree with you. But let's put it this way. The only way you eat that word, those words, is it's like second and goal from the four, and <laughs> yep. they look like they're gonna pass, and all of a sudden you're like, "Yep, that's gonna go to Kyle Pitts."
0: Yep, it's either going to Kyle Pitts or he's running it himself. Yep, Ex- exactly. Uh, and then if, if I'm gonna spend up a little bit on anyone, it, it, with this because I'm using the same theory, would be T.J. Hogginson playing Atlanta, but he's 5200. Mm-hmm. Um, again, new quarterback. Tight ends are safety nets. He might have a big day.
1: Yeah.
0: Defenses really quick. So uh the wait, what happened here? Oh,
1: I never sorted the defenses. Okay, oh, hold sad. on. <laughs> yeah, no, I just got I just gotta push the old sort button in the Excel spreadsheet. Alright, sort by metric, largest value to smallest. And the metric set metric says it's got a value pick. Oh. Who is it? <laughs> it's the New York Giants. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Only $2,300, and there's he's, it's saying around seven points, which puts it at the value line. That's actually not a bad idea. I think I might just take that advice. And yeah. just so you folks know, while it's not legal for us to give you a full lineup, I've been putting that lineup into a, a, a of my phone as we've been talking about it. If I do all of that, that leaves me $9,300 for Flex. That's and you have a very wide variety of people you can put there. And now I can go absolute. That's more. That is seven hundred dollars more than I need for the top-rated flex player on DraftKings. I can go anywhere I want at that point. I can even go back and possibly spend up a little more. Maybe, maybe I take Craig's advice and instead of using Dallas Goddard, I go ahead and use T.J. Hawkinson because I have an extra four hundred bucks to do so. So, again, the power of the value play, guys.
0: Yeah. Don't underestimate it. <laughs>
1: But who do you like a defense?
0: It does (laughs) defense. You know, looking at that now, I mean, the Giants is not a bad. It's really not bad. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Uh, I I, because I'm looking. I can afford. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm saying I'm looking at the rest of the list, and you're going to spend over three thousand on a defense. Like a defense, I would pick was over three thousand, and that kind of makes it a little iffy. And Vegas is oh.
1: We're, we're, Craig and I both picked at the beginning of this. We both said Giants Giants would win that game. I already put money on the money line for the Giants <laughs> to beat Vegas. OK, so I I just I can't I can't see them having a big week no. So, no. so this is a this is a week where you can afford your studs by using some value plays here and there. And maybe your value plays don't pay off if they don't don't call me. I mean, it's I can't. I'm just a prognosticator, all I can tell you. But <laughs> I'm looking at it. There's There is, in the defensive range, one, two, three, four, five, six teams under 3,000. And the only one that is playing in a favorable matchup is the Giants. The Seahawks have to deal with Baltimore. The Rams have to deal with Green Bay. The Cardinals have to deal with Cleveland. Again, bad teams. I don't want to touch bad, bad teams. The Giants are a bad team too, but the Patriots are dealing with Washington who somehow score 30 points against the Eagles every time. And the Bears are at New Orleans. Those Those aren't favorable matchups for those defenses. But Vegas at the uh, Vegas at home against the Giants is a favorable defensive matchup
0: for the Giants, in my opinion., yeah. so, I think it, I think the Giants might be the the sneaky value play this week. I agree. I agree. And with that, we
1: are out of time, Craig, which means it is time for you to tell me your final thought for the week.
0: Uh my final thought is, just like the source is doing this week, you know what it's It's not terrible if you don't bet one week. Or two weeks and just like take a break from it, you know, because mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't bet last week because I was just annoyed with everything. Uh, So, yeah. So just like take a break or just go if you feel like you want to bet. I mean, that's probably fine. But you just go light, maybe, you know. And, so, you
1: know, yeah. t- t- scrolling off of that, I was thinking as you were saying that I saw an ad during the, the games on Sunday where they were talking about how short the season is and how you have to take advantage of it. It was it was that was John Goodman was doing the the narration for it, and he was like, because before you know it, a cold night at the Buffalo game will be just a cold night in Buffalo. <laughs> I'm like, here's the here's the betting sites going. You're running out of time. You know you know it's you know it's week nine, right?
0: Like it's half over.
1: <gasps> what are you gonna do? You're gonna have
0: to bet you can, you can bet on hockey or basketball. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so
1: so I, I so I totally agree with Craig there. Uh, absolutely don't hesitate if it doesn't feel right take the week off it's okay to do so I'll tell you right now DFS feels better to me this week than last week I will probably do DFS and I'll probably shy away from the sports betting this week even though sports betting has been my big winner over the course of this year so far so my final thought is very simply this hey one of us is celebrating a birthday this week really who it, it it would be you, sir. Dun dun dun. I'm not surprised you forgot because you are now officially a million years old. Wow. What what is this? The 20th <laughs> anniversary of your 25th birthday or something like that?
0: 20? Um, so it's uh, it's close to it. It's close to it. I'm still my age still starts with a four, so it's all right. Well, I know because I'm older than you, and my age still starts with a four. <laughs> So,
1: when my age starts with a five, then I'll start to wonder if yours starts with a four. But uh, so, we just want to take a moment on the Football Fig Nuts podcast to wish a very happy birthday to our dear friend, Craig. He is going axe throwing with some of our friends to celebrate. I was originally part of those plans, and then the stomach flu hit. And uh, yeah, I'm not bringing that anywhere until I'm completely sure that it's gone. So,
0: thank, yeah, you. I, thank you very
1: much. I, my, my wife works for a doctor. So he called us today just to check in on her and he was like, yeah, this thing moves quick, but it, you know, the contagion can linger a little bit. I was like, okay, take it easy. Let's, he was like, you should stay home today. I'm like, okay, a doctor is telling you to stay home. Your boss, who is a doctor is telling you to stay home. We're going to stay home.
0: So, <laughs> good plan. Good plan.
1: Good plan. Let's play it safe. No one's trying to get anybody sick. So. Well, you know what else is a good plan is leaving us a review. Wherever you found us, however you found, listen to us each and every week, we really appreciate it. Leave us a review of whatever podcast directory you found, including Apple and all the other ones we used to list. Where there's so many places I stopped keeping track. You can also reach out to us. We are the foot of, oh, jeez, brain fog is real. FignutsDFS at gmail.com if you'd like to email us. We are the Football Fignuts Podcast on Facebook. And we still have a Twitter account for now. I'm still going to call it Twitter. And we're at Fignuts DFS there. Craig, another week in the books. Week nine is upon us. Only two decent games worth watching.
0: Uh yes. Yeah. At least they're the first game and then last well, the last game of Sunday. I
1: hope to God I get well enough to get out of this house because otherwise I am going to be so bored after like 10 a.m. until 8 p.m. So I would much rather come to axe throwing with you guys if I feel well enough to do it. But uh, like I said, we won't play around. I'm not trying to get anybody sick. The last thing I need to do is get anybody sick and then have you all blame me for stuff. So, but fair enough. All right. Well, we will talk and go enjoy week nine. However, you choose to enjoy it. We will talk to you next week until we speak again. My name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Hi, Deb.